0: Let you speak to him. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for salvation that we can rejoice tonight in the Holy Spirit. Let us present. You predestinated us to come to this very season, this very time, and we lift up our cups, we lift up our hands, we lift up our hearts in adoration and praises for how much you mean to us. What you've done for our assembly, what you've done for our families, what you've done for the young and the old, Lord, to bind us together and strengthen us, Lord God. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you that you know all things beforehand. You prepare us, Lord, and you speak personally. Lord, would you talk to us again tonight as a Wednesday night service to us. But Lord, you are eternal. As we rise up into that heavenly realm, let us just lay aside every thing of our lives. Lord, we're not too busy to hear your voice. Strengthen us, Lord, to understand the mind of the Lord and direct our footsteps. Heavenly Father, we love your appearing and how you've appeared in these last several weeks to our assembly so preciously and tenderly and sweetly. May you continue now on this summer season, strengthen our hearts in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. We'll turn to John chapter six together. Amen, thank you, Brother Nathan. I was writing down a song to sing and Brother Nathan and within seconds sang the song. So Lord Jesus, He is our refuge. <laughs> He's our sanctuary. God bless you tonight. We want to remember the witnessing booth and the brothers and sisters that are there tonight. And through this Saturday, you're welcome to stop by and be a, a lighthouse. And I pray the Lord will bless them. Amen. John chapter 6, verse 37. Just a few uh, verses of Scripture. Hallelujah. So our first Wednesday night since our summer camp so we might make some comments about that and follow up John 6 verse 37 let's read this verse out loud all that the father giveth me shall come to me and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out what a scripture all that the father giveth me shall come to me and him that cometh to me I will in no case or no wise cast out. Just move down to verse 43. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, murmur not among yourselves. Verse 44. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. Tonight we're speaking on predestinated seed. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all, shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. I just want to read that verse. Again, verse 45. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. That's what happened through our summer camp also. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Just move down to verse 65. It's a long chapter, but verse 65. And he said, therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. Hallelujah. We've come. That's why we can rejoice tonight because that's a predestinated seed. Can you turn to John 14, verse 6? Just a real familiar scripture. John 14, verse 6. Jesus speaking tonight. Lord, make your word come alive to us. Hallelujah. Just love to be in the house of God when Holy Ghost is just moving through the body. John 14, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. It was the Father that drew you to him. And none of us could come to him unless he had put something in us to come. So tonight, if you have a desire for God, we we just ought to be happy. We're already standing on the head of Satan. We're victorious. We're overcomers. We're going to shake off some tiredness tonight and feed around the carcass. Hallelujah. God bless you can have your seats and maybe just hold your place there as we... Speak tonight a little bit on predestinated seed, something that was on our heart before camp and right through camp, uh, just to something been uh, just pulsating there. We bring you greetings from uh, Victoria. the Saints in uh, Vancouver Island. We were there on uh, uh, over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, had two services with uh, saints, and they send their love and greetings to you, and uh, we're happy to be back, and just now looking back over the meetings, I just want to take a couple moments uh, that we had, the week of summer family camp, I'm not going to recap them, I just wanted to make some comments looking back over what God did for our church, from the uh, morning devotions and the presentations just fabulous uh, opportunities on the monday night uh, speaking of rahab and the token and the blood and tuesday night on on uh, the man that made it all the way to the white throne judgment and that great light and tonight we're here at the house of god so that we don't have to stand at the white throne judgment and the morning services that brother david mayer took and the evening services i think we're all still feeding on them and we've been in prayer for each one of you f- that the Lord would strengthen you, uh, campers, counselors, the kitchen staff, uh, those that put up the tent, those that labored behind the scenes, that God would just pour back into your families. The times of fellowship that we shared and the interactions of the people that went on that week. And just to see yeah, the local uh, interaction and the teamwork that you expressed is a great testimony. And the visitors that visited us. I think we reflected that we're a people getting ready to leave. We're preparing for that great eternal youth camp. And uh, we saw a lot of unselfish giving from you. And we want to say thank you. We're, we're very honored to be able to spend eternity with you. And also spend some time on this earth that we know that we are predestinated seed of God. And, and just uh, as I just finalize some thoughts... The meetings to follow uh, those type of services that we had at camp. I was streaming Sunday morning and heard Brother Murphy Wong's service. I think that was a good service to follow the, the, the camp meetings. And it's always important to hear what the Spirit is saying to the local assembly uh, through the local ministry throughout the whole year. Who would agree with that? What the Spirit would say. And then too, it's important to hear what the Holy Spirit would say and have a spiritual ear to understand when visiting ministers operate and can go into areas and touch our lives. That's very important. And it's also important to take what is said and what is done throughout those times of visitation and take it down into our families. Take it down to our individual levels and apply the word of God. And I think that's what we want to be faithful in. We want to apply it in our daily lives and our daily living because all that transpired in that week that God gave us, if that is not done, if we do not apply it, we've missed everything. So let's be faithful. Let's be faithful to God and show our love to Him. Those spiritual experiences are important for all of us to share. And mountaintop experiences are necessary as we go on with God. And the moving of God's Spirit is very vital, even year-round. So tonight, let's go back to John chapter 6. Did we do a good recap right there? (laughs) Let's move on now. Let's hear what the Lord would have to say for us even tonight, as we look in John 6:37. Again, predestinated seed. Jesus said in John 6:37, "All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise or no case cast out." Thank God for a hunger to come to him. And thank God for his word that will never fail you. That he's not going to cast you out. As I was streaming a brother Tom on Sunday and heard brother Tom's fervent prayer for our brother Luis Diaz. We were, we were asking the Lord to, if that would be his will to do a miracle, do a healing. But we also, the greatest thing that we could do is to commit him to God. And God chose to take him that afternoon. And so we all, even, even this evening, we stand in a, in a great place of, of living and breathing where we have the chance to hear the word of God, to pray, to show the Lord whose side we're on. And if there's a hunger to come toward God, If there's any doubt or unbelief after camp, may the Lord just take it away. As we look in what Brother Branham said in the church age book, he said then, he's talking, coming to the conclusion, as the eternal Logos God was manifest in the Son and in Jesus, dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and that eternal one was the Father manifest in flesh. And thereby gain the title of son, even so we, eternal in his thoughts, in our turn, became the many-membered spoken word seed, manifest in flesh. And those eternal thoughts, now manifest in flesh, are the sons of God, even as we are so called. Now this is in the church age book. Brother Branham had these next words capitalized. This isn't uh, uh, another minister or someone. Brother Branham wanted this emphasized. We did not become seed by the rebirth. We were seed and therefore were reborn. For only the elect can be reborn. Because we were seed is the reason we could be quickened. In non-seed, there is nothing to quicken. So right away tonight, we see that there are seed of God and there are non-seed. And if God's given you a a, a thirst or a magnet to come toward His Word, that's a good sign you're a seed of God. Because in non-seed, there's nothing to quicken. Doesn't matter what church they go to, who their minister is, or their uh, father, mother is. If there's not a seed inside of them to be quickened, they'll just stay there and, and just let water be poured all over them. Spiritually speaking, there's nothing to quicken. But in you, there's something to quicken. And we did not become seed when we heard the message. We did not become a seed of God when we heard the Bible. We did not become a seed when we went to the altar or in our seat, raised our hand or responded. It's because we were seed. That's why we responded. Some of these things are fundamental. But after camp, these are the messages to follow to establish what God's done whether you're young or whether you're old, as we go on. Because in adoption, Brother Branham was very clear uh, to speak about preaching and how that catches the sinner and brings them under conviction by the word. But teaching places up a person positionally what he is. And he said we can never rightly be able to have faith until positionally we know what we are. So as we've heard the word and God has given us of his spirit, it's time to now grow and go deeper, go further. E- even in uh, opening uh, prayer and does God ever change his mind about his word? Brother Branham speaking about the expectation for the outpouring of the quickening power of God to bring us into recognition of our position and place. So hearing the word, is when God gives us our recognition, our placing, and our responsibilities as being a God-called people. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful God put a seed inside of our souls. And as we apply the blood and hear the word over the three posts, the side post and the top as we heard through camp, we apply it not just with hyssop faith, but with the blood. Amen. We must have blood in our applying. It can't just be the letter only. Even after camp, you have found out very quickly that it's not just letter only. It'll kill you. But there must be a spirit or a blood or a quickening in our daily life. If not, you'll go right back as Brother Murphy said. You'll, you'll find after a few days, a week, you know, no service last Wednesday and then Sunday and we're a week and a half later. Satan is there to tempt you to get right back to the rut. Real sons of God and daughters of God realize there has to be a change. They change their schedule. Their daily life, how they feed on the word, how they respond in prayer. That's our part. God did his part. We did not become a seed through summer camp. We were seed. That's why when the Holy Ghost was poured out, we responded. I encourage you to listen to a couple messages. Brother Branham spoke on the seed is not air with the shuck. Very wonderful, uh, sir, more than wonderful, they were fundamental messages as he came back to Jeffersonville in early 1962. The seed is not air with the shuck, meaning the shuck is what covered over the corn. It covered over the seed. It nurtured and protected. And there's been many people and many things that would cover over the seed or the, the rapture bride for many years. But there has come the time, and now is, when the shuck is being pulled away. They will pull away from the message. They will pull away from holiness. But only the seed is going into the garner. We want to look at this tonight on predestinated. We're speaking on predestinated seed. And uh, for the younger ones, or middle-aged, or maybe new ones, I trust tonight will be a fun- fundamental message that you can strengthen you in your walk with God. Predestinated means to predestinate or predestine. To determine before. To ordain. To predetermine. This is God about your life. Everything about it has been predetermined. Or decided beforehand. In the New Testament it was God decreeing from eternity. Or he foreordained. We're going to speak about foreknowledge and election. And just a little bit and predestination. How that all comes in and into your destiny. But to be a predestinated seed of God. Means that you were appointed beforehand before and above and ago, meaning it's already a foregone conclusion that you're gonna make it. It's not that God just threw us out here on the earth and said whatever will be, will be. That's fatalism. That's, that's, that's what the church world believes. That's why fear and, and spiritual manipulation in churches is very prominent. But real bride ministry is working with the seed. We are seed of God. When we were in denominations, we were a seed of God. That's why we were attracted to the eagle food. And that's what gave us power to leave the other thing. It's very concerning today when people have been under the sound of the message and fail to leave the other thing. Or want to go back to the other thing. Say, what is the other thing? It's whatever you are in. It's whatever shock and whatever you were born under or whatever your culture or issue or problem. And we heard a lot about a thing specifically being addressed at camp. But we're going to go deeper tonight to the seed. The seed of God is what comes predestinated. Whether we're male, female, Jew, Gentile, bond or free. It's the seed is what responds to the word. When we look at predestinated, it means that it was determined before. As it was determined, it was declared, defined. God marked out the boundaries and limits of our lives. He appointed things before. That which has been determined or an appointment or decreed by God. I trust every person can leave this service. I was thinking even of little children to to be able to leave an encounter and say, I am a seed of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. And seed means a seed of the word. Isaiah prophesied of this and Paul I believe it was in Romans, spoke about the seed. And if God had not put a seed in our lives, we would all be like Sodom and Gomorrah. And I think for the believer, Jesus pointed to our day in Luke 17. We see the days of Sodom and Gomorrah all around us. We can rejoice that God has put a seed inside of us that the great Lord of hosts, he put that there. Before you were even born. Before you even came to church or heard a word about Jesus. Do you believe that? God's not concerned whether you're gonna make it or He's not all fearful tonight about your family or your marriage or schools coming up or who you're gonna marry or, your, or, or what's, what things we might be battling. It's the seed. That comes predestinated. So we're speaking of the seed of God and to be elected in his family. To save time, I put it on the screen. Ephesians 2 verse 10. Paul said, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. God has before ordained that we should walk in good works. Amen. It means to prepare. A for. To before. Or before you were born. Before the trouble. Before the trial. Before the situation. God already knew all about it. How many believe we serve that kind of a God? How great is our God? How mighty is his. Knowing Before. And then placing you before. He knew you would love Him. He knew you would respond. He knew we would grow from a little child, maybe a teenager. I'm speaking spiritually, not naturally. And we would come up through our rebellion. But there would come a time that the lights would come on. And we would say, oh God, thank you for your goodness. That has tenderly brought me to repentance. And I give my life to you. Withholding nothing. It's not if you do something good or take me to heaven. It's I give my life to you, Your will be done. Now that's someone that has before ordained, been prepared, and to been made before. It's so wonderful to know that God has predestinated. Brother Tom liked this photo. That's why I'm sharing it with you. That can't be like this. Isn't that wonderful? What God did in the, in the chapel and in the tent and, and the week of summer camp for our church was supernatural. Amen. Let's go to Revelations chapter 13 verse 8. Let's keep our Bibles tonight and we'll watch the time and let you go. In the midst of all the global news, this is positive good news tonight. The gospel's good news. We can pick things up and move on down the road knowing that Brother Louise is in a new body. He's in another place. Amen. We believe that with all of our hearts. Sunday we were streaming and saw some of the family, Brother Daniel and Brother Michael, right up here in their place. and Brother Tom and I was privileged to visit their home right before camp and be with Brother Louise and Sister Elizabeth to know we have a body and we have a Lord Jesus that can, no matter the fears and questions about our experience or things we might uh, wonder about in our lifetime, when things get really down to the wire, the Lord Jesus can speak through the body, yes, sir. through another seed. When we're around one another that's predestinated, there's energy, there's fire. We hear a lot about death and sorrow. People taking their own lives and and even walking away from the message. Just walking away. But what about those that are staying true? Give us a message of why we stayed with the message. It's because God kept us. We didn't hold on to it. It held on to us. It's because it's the truth. It's the way, the truth, and the life. We don't doubt and reason and have a lot of imaginations. We don't war and struggle with the word of God. When we hear the prophet's voice, it's more than music. It's fire in our bones. When we hear the ministry being anointed and coming right down the channel of our lives, we don't just kind of squirm and pull back. We say, God, come on down. Open up the door. This is our only sanity. This is healing. Healing. We're applying the blood tonight to somebody's part of their doorpost that needs healing in their spirit. There's power in the house tonight. It's there's, there's greater than medicine. It's Jesus touching that part of your life, touching your body because you are a predestinated seed. Revelations chapter 13, verse 8. This is the chapter that the United States is identified with, the beast coming out of the sea. But verse 8 says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Speaking about these spirits and things, we don't have time to get into all of these types and things, but all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Did you catch that? Every individual whose name is not on the Lamb's book of life is going to follow after the Antichrist. If any man have an ear, let him hear. That's you. Just skip over to chapter 17. Revelation 17. We're establishing this. That it was before the foundation of the world, God put your name on the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 17 verse 8. The beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. Are we there? Chapter 17 verse 8. And go into perdition and they shall, they that dwell on the earth shall wander, shall wander whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was and not and yet is. But Let's hear what a prophet said about this. Who is this Melchizedek? We find him at the beginning, his attributes. And now you were with him then. I encourage every person just to feed off the word tonight. Don't feed off a brother John or the song leader or the person next to you. Just feed off the word. You were with him then. Then is when the book of life comes into view. Then he, he mentioned he quotes this chapter 13 verse 8 that we just read about the beast that comes upon the earth in those last days. Will deceive all those people on the earth whose names were not written in the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. Think of it. Before Jesus was ever born, 4,000 years before he came on earth, and several thousand years before you come on earth, Jesus, in God's mind, died for the sins of the world. And the book of life was made. And your name was put on that book of life before the foundation of the world. That's the Bible truth. See, your name was ordained of God and placed on the book of life before the foundation of the world. Can I say something? You cannot be lost. You're not going to backslide. You're not going to the world. You say, I oh, can't backslide. I do every day. That's why the grace of God and God's blood still reaches out for you. We don't want to see the spirit of God diminish as we get down. There. We want to see it increase. Keep discerning, keep knowing the secrets of our heart. Don't let sin be sleepy and, and, and just laying in, in our lives, our families, our church. Let the Holy Ghost discern that and root it out. We are Abraham's seed. We're lovers of truth. Just give us the truth. May God anoint our ministers to speak the truth. We're not here for politics. We're not a family church. We're the family of God church. It's not politics and we don't have churches within the church. If that's how you've been going, we need, to, we need to stop that. That's not bride material. That's not rapturing grace. God gives grace to come out of that. Amen. We're one mind, one body, one faith, Amen. and we shake off everything else that's not of God. Amen. Anything that's not a seed, seed of God, which is the word, we shake it off. Amen. Your name, Sister Laverne, was ordained of God and placed on the book of life before the foundation of the world. Amen. We ought to get excited for one another when somebody sees their name and starts rejoicing, happy, we ought to say praise God. Amen. Don't look at him weird and sideways. Mercy. You were there in his attributes. Look at this. Nice to have you, Brother Dale. You were there in his attributes, you don't remember it, no, because you're just a part of his life. You are a part of God when you become a son or a daughter of God, just as you are a part of your earthly father. That's right, you are, not will be, you are. Hallelujah. The male carries the hemoglobin, the blood, and when that was gone in the egg, then you become a part of your father, and your mother is a part of your father, also. So you're all part of your father. Are you thinking spiritual? Now we see here plainly the complete secret of our lives and journey. Some of you were praying about this before service, and here's the answer to your prayer. Your journey looking at me sideways brother Matt this is your journey we're going way back before the foundation of the world, we're we're talking about the real you we're not talking about all the glum and all the stuff that sticks on and that we're not going to take with us anyway all our stuff Jesus said just leave your stuff don't even look back don't even look back See, we see here plainly the complete secret of our lives and journey and death and where we go after we die. Also, predestination is in plain view here. Now, listen, as we teach this closely, Brother Brown, I'm speaking this Sunday evening after speaking marriage and divorce, the stages of the eternal purpose he had in his secret has now been revealed. Notice there is still three stages to perfection. Just like he redeems the world, same way he redeems his church. He redeems the people in three stages. Now look, first is justification, like Luther preached. Second is sanctification, like Wesley preached. Third is baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's right. Then comes the rapture. So we are not in a Luther's age. We are not in a Wesley age. We are not just in a Pentecostal age. We're under the sound of the message, which is a rapture message. And we can't go back to the world. We can't go back to denominations. We can't go back and be a pig again. For the bride, it's ascending. It's ascending. It's ascending. That's why people that leave and walk away fall. It's because they've left Christ. Brother Bradham goes on to say in this message, who is this Melchizedek? We've had 2,000 years of teaching. Goes on to speak about these ages. Luther's age. Wesley, what more? Now he promised just before the end time would come that the picture of Sodom and Gomorrah would again. As it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be in the coming of the end time the Son of Man will reveal Himself again, and He has. And He has. So God would be awakening those seed that have been quickened, even in the last several days. There ought to be something inside of them to get back into the Word, or where can I get deeper? It's not to go back to where we were or allow some spirit to tell you, well, because of what's happened, you're, you're not a seed. The Holy Spirit just flushes out those demons, flushes out all that unbelief to tell you you didn't receive nothing. And it was all emotion. We've heard that for years. And I don't, I don't mind getting personal. We've had it even in our church over the years. Before camp, after camp, people talk about emotion. They talk about the move of God. They talk about this. And where are they today? Where's their families? What, What did they do with their revelation or lack of it? I say it's God building us up. Then an experience, God gives an experience or an outpouring. Then it should only go further. and Let's go on. It's it's not a deny. There there shouldn't be the ministries. God gives something and another one tears it away. Could you imagine an anointed minister of the Holy Ghost coming against God sending a prophet, sending a message that would perfect the bride, and someone being anointed with the same Holy Spirit to cause question in that. Or look at the hinder parts. That's not the Holy Ghost. That's not how God moves. God sends a word. He sends a prophet. He takes that prophet. Because now he's looking for men and women under their messenger. To be the final voice. So anything that would destabilize you. Away from that message. Is an antichrist spirit. And we don't need to be ashamed of that and back into a corner and kind of give some reasons. We're not going there, friends. We don't want anything to do with their folly. Paul described it and we've seen it. They, they're they given over to strong delusion to believe a lie and be damned by it. Then you see others going on with God and families encouraged and God pouring out his spirit and young men coming up and young ladies being encouraged. That is what the Holy Spirit is doing today. Now when Brother Branham talked about the natural birth being in threes. What the first thing happens to the woman having a baby. What breaks first is the water. What breaks next is blood. What's the next process is life. Water, blood and spirit. What happens to the plant? Now you could listen to seed is not air with the shuck. This is who is is this Melchizedek. It's the same. Brother Brown's coming down here showing us in the plant how it has to rot. What's the first thing? Is the stalk. What's the next thing? Is the tassel. What's the next? Is the shuck. Then the grain comes out of that just the three stages of it till it gets to the grain, that's exactly. God vindicates that. Oh, we love how God works. God vindicates that. That's always been right. God vindicates it to be true. So it's not us forcing or us pushing. It's just God coming behind it. You know what, friends? I think some of us would do really good to say, God, vindicate your word in my life. Make it manifest in my life. I'm not going to be struggling to bring forth the baby. Oh, I want this. I want that. I want that. Just rest that God has predestinated something to happen in your life. Sons of God are led by the Spirit. Daughters are led by the Spirit. Say, God, lead me by your Holy Spirit. God will send fruit to a man or woman's life if they're walking in His perfect will. It's not tied on fruit. It's not dove feathers kind of stuck in everywhere. It's not spray painted. It's not a fake mustache. It's just God. As we heard it, as we heard at camp, hypocrites are actors. It's not the real person. They put on a garment or they put on a big beard or all the soldiers. You know, I asked some of the young men, what'd you get out of camp? They all love soldiers. They love the soldiers rushing into Jericho. (laughs) something about that, you know, war and all of these things. Yeah. God won the battle. God vindicates it to be true. Show plainly the predestinated. Here it was that lodged in my heart when I heard this. The predestinated is the only one that's considered in redemption. If I laid out magnets here on the pulpit tonight and brought another magnet across that row of magnets, this pulpit in this wood would just stay right here. This water that is here would just stay right there. Is that true? Only those that are magnetized to Christ are going in the rapture. Not the wood, not the water, not anything. Stubble. Men's ideas, women's ideas our emotions. There's voices going through this room right now. There's bodies going through this room right now. And just a little prism or a little device could show you on the screen something in Australia or something in China or something. But those things were here when Jesus was here. Those things were here when Moses was here. That's why a prophet could say Jesus is in this building right now. Say, where is he at? I I just want to feel him. I just want to see him. It's it's in another dimension. So is that seed of God in your soul? It's not by feeling or seeing it or tasting it. It's a revelation. You are the only one that is considered for redemption is the predestinated. I'm just going to speak tonight like you're a predestinated seed of God. Amen. And I've heard people, you know, you know, there's people, they, they question, they wonder why the ministry, why you say things so positive? Every church has make believers and unbelievers, brother John, but the ministry's here for the believers. Amen. So you are a seed of God. Amen. And I believe once you catch that, we ought to encourage one another bless one another get out of the way so someone else can come to their adoption someone else can realize that did you get it? let me say that again he said the predestinated is the only one that's considered in redemption thank you Lord for considering us God looked beyond our fault our family strain all our mistakes all our issues and God said, I'm going to give you the blood that would cover all of their sin. I'm going to set you up on a rock to stay. It's like you never did it. You wasn't in the world to begin with. You're my bride. You're my chosen. Come out of that, my people. Be separate, saith the Lord. And she receives us into fellowship. Come back into the family. It's like the last year, the last two years brother Ethan, just let him go. We pray for you today, brother Ethan Childers. Isn't it great to have brother Ethan here? This is right where you belong, brother Ethan. Hallelujah. The last year, two years, whatever. If God did that for us, we've got to have men and women do that for one another. And we're not saying that to embarrass no one. We all went down our road. We all, like sin, had our legs broken, needed attention. Why is he holding that person? Why is he saying that? To show him a little bit of love. To let him know that God knows about that. God cares about that. We have been considered in redemption. People might be making like or think they are, but the real redemption is those that are predestinated. Because the very word redeem means to bring back. Is that right? The redeem is something to redeem anything is bring it back to its original place. Come on back. He said, hallelujah. So it's only the predestinated will be brought back because the others didn't come from there. Hallelujah, come from where? Come from the mind of God. Now I have to go back to camp just a little bit on the Monday night when we heard about Rahab and applying the token. I thought it was just so wonderful how those big walls and, of Jericho trying to resist the wrath of God and people today try to get inside of their own mind or their denomination or their little ideas. People thinking, well, God can't do that, and and um, that's what Satan told to Eve. Oh, surely God won't, because he said he would, see, and that's his word. Brother Branham's saying, yes, he will. Amen. In the token, Brother Branham said, except a man be born, these signs shall follow them that are born. This will all men know that you are my disciples. What happened when they were shut up? He's talking about this and they didn't want no revival. Jericho didn't want no revival. Our denomination won't sponsor that. We we will not have any kind of nonsense among us like that. I forbid any of you to go to that meeting and he's talking about this. But Jericho was right in line. They were in line to be taken over by God. And friends, if you're in line... You're a predestinated seed. No matter what your past has been, like Rahab, God will move mountains. He'll move walls. He'll allow everything to crumble around you. But you will stand. I encourage you tonight, run to this word. Run to the seed of God. Run to Christ. Oh, Jericho was standing there so strong and proud, didn't know what was going on. But there was some tape boys slipped in somewhere for the predestinated seat. They slipped over to her house, this is token now, and played some tapes and made her own house a church to receive the message. I pray we never get too old. After receiving the message back here, we think we don't need the message up here. Don't ever get too old. No, that the token that she applied carried her right into her marriage with Salmon, which was a general in the army. Can you imagine one of the generals, the leaders of the message marrying Rahab? Absolutely. That's because she had no sin. I'm bringing it up till today. You say, well, what about the scarlet and what about her past life? God was looking beyond all of that. God will bankrupt heaven for your situation to show you are a seed of God. Rise up tonight in your faith. People that have money have millions of dollars. They have their private islands in the Caribbean. They have their private planes have committed suicide in the last few days. Finally, their cover-up life and their past life starts becoming public and they're ashamed. And they ought to be. They should have ran to Jesus. That millionaire, multi-millionaire's life could have been covered by the blood. Instead, he chose to be a Judas and take a coward's way out. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Stand before God with all your sins. Don't stand before that light. When our, li- just our little things become big things. We all need the blood. Amen. Every person in this building today needs the blood. Amen. There's not big sinners, little sinners. We all needed God. Amen. We were seed. That's why God dealt with us. Amen. We are seed. That's why God talks to us like this. Amen. Baptist people don't hear these kind of messages. They just go outside and smoke a little bit with the Pastor. Just have a little social drinking like Lot's wife. That's why her daughters believed in alcohol. And they believed in perversion in the family. And Lot had become so deluded. Whenever the the messengers came in. He was so caught up in his position. He said take my daughters. And was trying to give his daughters that he had raised. To these ungodly men. That were pressing With homosexuality and perversion against his house. Instead of applying the token and running to Abraham and and, and repenting. He stayed in that place. Remember Lot's wife. I'll say tonight, remember Sarah. That stood with Abraham. She laughed at the promise and lied to the angel. Lied to the angel and said, I didn't laugh. And he said, you did laugh. She's in the tent behind me. She laughed. And if it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for her and Abraham already being part of the seed, God would have smote her off the earth. But she was part of the seed. She was predestinated. It might be right up to the time of the change. You're going through situations. Be like Sarah. Identify with Sarah. Say, God, take this unbelief out of my life. And when He says about this time of the year, you'll bring forth the promise, grab a hold of that. Grab a hold of the Word. This is free. You don't have to pay for it with all your money or your time and energy. You have to give everything. But it's a wonderful giving because it's a surrender and a yielding that's from our heart. We're predestinated. She was going to receive the message. Rahab received the message. I thought Sister Charity did so wonderful to demonstrate this. And Brother Murphy and Sister Tracy and their whole family... I just thought it was fantastic. Abraham and Louise and Grace. Was it fantastic? Just to see that the blood is applied today. He said the message got to the predestinated seed. But though others won't sponsor it, but there's still some seed out there that's predestinated. Anyone knows anything about the Bible knows that that harlot was predestinated. She sure was. That means God foreknew her. He knew all about her life and planned her to be a believer. She believed the message of the hour. And God gave her a sign by the messengers. Take a scarlet, a red streak and tie it on the doorpost. And remember, if you don't tie that streak there, Or leave it there when we've escaped what we've escaped by. We're not responsible for our oath. And Brother Branham stops there. He says, if you're out from under it, we're not responsible. Oh my, he screams out Rahab and every predestinated seed in here. You get out there and go to hunting them. Get your daddy and your mother. Brother Branham's exercise. I wonder after camp how many of us are exercised. Be exercised. Apply the token to your body, to your spirit, to your soul. Make that your work in life. Make it your goal in life. It's how you're looking at it. It's how you're looking at it. Lot looked. Lot's wife looked back to Sodom. She became a pillar of salt. The Bible says Abraham rose up the next morning and looked towards Sodom. He looked at the same thing, but it was what was in his heart. He was looking at it different. Friends, make sure you're looking through the word. He had been with Melchizedek. He had been with Elohim. He had been with Christ. He was looking at it different. Different. Do we understand? It was the same Sodom, fire, brimstone. Lot's wife looked back under emotion because she was a mother. And Brother Brenham said she heard screams of children and grandchildren. She should have never been down there. She should have never had that issue to deal with in the first place. Sarah had other issues, but she didn't have that. Come on, friends. We might have issues, and we do, but we don't have what the world has. Thank God for mercy and grace. Amen. We have hinder parts. We have weaknesses. We have faults. But be identified with Abraham. Be identified with Sarah. For within a year, she brought forth a child. Oh, Rahab. Get your daddy and your mother we've come out under the atonement down in Egypt and everything that we didn't have under that token perished Rahab I'm giving you the sign it's a token and he said I say in the name of the Lord to say if you will put that I'm acquainted with that messenger these two spies were under the anointing of a Joshua commission that had been already prophesied by Moses the prophet stay with the word and do you know God honored these two spies and their words? Amen. It wasn't Joshua that said, put the scarlet cord in and if you're here, you'll be saved. It was two men that had come up in the message that had a revelation. God's going to back us up. Amen. It wasn't breaker one nine, brother Tom, can we do this? Brother Biscoe, can we? They were led by the Holy Ghost. Yes. And you say, well, well, brother John, there is leadership, but God backed up their words. And when Joshua came, it fell right in line. Friends, real elected seed will go down that seed pathway. If you're always getting into trouble, it's time to go back and say, what spirit's leading me? It's not too late to repent either. It's not too late. At all those junctions, Lot was given the opportunity to to come back. Him and his family and the whole town and country is taken captive. And 318 believers, trained men under the message, had a family camp. Or they had Sunday school. They had a prayer meeting. They went out and got their fallen brother and brought him back. Lot at that time could have had a little meeting with his wife and said, Let's get on back to Abraham. Let's get on back under that blessing. But he went right back to Sodom. And friends, after our summer camp, don't go back there. Let it burn. Let it die. Run into the arms of Christ. That was a junction that Lot and his whole family could have went right back. Sold all their flocks and herds that was causing all the strife anyway. And just give it all up. You know why he couldn't? He wasn't that kind of seed. It wasn't in him. And some have challenged, you know, maybe you or others around you say you don't have love and you don't have tenderness and you're you're not including everyone. Abraham right up to the very night was interceding. If there's 50, if there's 45, if there's 40, oh God, if there's 30, if there's 20, if there's 10, God save the families. Is that true? What they're challenging you on is the very thing that is your strength. It was Christ in Abraham. God give us men and women that cry out for lost souls. That's not our salaries and our cars and our businesses. It's for souls of men and women. Give us a love. Absolutely. But nothing that Abraham did won Lot's heart to become a seed that could cross that line. And the Moabites and the Ammonites became, and is still today, those in conflict. And even when David took over the kingdom, you can follow it right down. The seed of Lot are always that, that group that gives the real believer the issues. Oh God, let us go all the way. Rahab, she went all the way and God took an oath. You can maybe put down in your notes Romans chapter 8 because we don't have time to turn to it. Romans 8, 26 to 34 when it speaks about all things work together for the good. Do you remember that part? And everybody loves to quote that part but the Bible says to those that love God and to those who are called according to His purpose. Just read Romans chapter 8 verse 26 to 34 and just find out how those that he foreknew, he did predestinate. And then he called, he justified, he glorified. So stop turning that scripture, all things work together for the good on everybody. The Bible says to those that love God. If you hate God, struggle against the things of God and are are conniving to tear down God, things will not be good for you. The way of the transgressors is very hard. Turn tonight and give your heart to Christ. And to you that have, stay that way. Don't be hindered to the right or the left. Come what may, you stand for Christ. He'll stand for you. Hallelujah to those that love God and are the called. So there's predestination. There, there's the seed of God that are predestinated. All things work together for the good. The reason that the believer can come back to God today is because they came from God. Someone that did not come from God cannot go back to God because they did not come from Him. I'm just having to... Go ahead here as he talks about this in power of the transformation. And if you believe the message of the Bible and the present message of the day, a vindication of it, the reason you are sitting here because you were predestinated to sit here. Hallelujah. And down on the bottom, you were predestinated to be here. You can't help it. You have a father. He is God and you were a seed. He says it in works of faith expressed, uh, quoting Romans 8 that I just mentioned to you. He says, there's nothing out of order. I think we need to just throw that demon out of our mind to say oh, it's all out of order. This is going wrong and that, nothing's out of order. Just stay in that channel of believing God's in control. Don't get upset and, and, and unsettled. You stay settled in Christ. All these things are ordained of God. And you can go home and study on foreknowledge, election, predestination, and destiny. It's in the adoption book. When Brother Branham answers this question, When was our names put in the Lamb's book of life? When the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. Don't you like that? He slayed the Lamb... On his book before the foundation of the world and wrote your name on that book before the foundation of the world. It's denominational to say, oh, would you like your name to be put on the Lamb's book of of, of life tonight? Just stand or come forward. No, it's already there. That's why the words coming forth and just shedding you of all these spirits. You can say, it's me, God my name's there you might have been in the world and in Sodom for years but when you heard that word of Abraham and you're a Rahab just start identify with the woman at the well brother Bram said when she saw that heard that she moved quickly because she was a predestinated seed Moses was a predestinated seed that's why when he was rich and had all the world at his fingertips he just let it all go it's amazing how many people are poor and don't have anything hardly and they can't serve the Lord? Moses had everything at his fingertips. He laid it all aside. He said, give me Christ. That's a predestinated seat, And you can look there when Brother Branham talks about this and predestination looks back to election. Election looks back to foreknowledge. Predestination looks to destiny. And don't forget that. And I wanted to close tonight. I'm, I'm just moving up here with some slides that I had. I am going to close with the church age book. Here it is. This is our last. I wanted to share this with you. Let us go another step. But before we do, let's review our case thus far. First of all, we know most assuredly that the purpose of God stands in election. It was purposed in himself. I'm speaking about you. God's already dealt with all the questions about your election. And it's over. It's over. It was purposed in himself. It was God's purpose to bring forth a people like under himself that would be a word bride. She was chosen before the foundation of the world in him. She was foreknown and beloved before she was ever brought forth during the ages upon the earth hallelujah glory to God does anybody else feel the way I feel praise God just feel like bursting out there she was redeemed by his blood and can never come into condemnation she can never be in the judgment because sin cannot be imputed unto her Romans 4.8 Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin but indeed she will be with him in his throne of judgment judging the world and even the angels. Her name each of her members each of her members I hope this is getting across tonight was written in a section of the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world sealed, it's over put it in your pocket put it in your purse, put it in your heart repeat it back to the devil you're defeated devil Satan, you're a robber and a thief I'm a son, I'm a daughter you might afflict my body torment my mind but my soul came from God I'm going back to God nobody can even come to God unless he draws him first but all that the Father draws will come. I-, I wanted you to see this tonight, that that's you're in the first group. Some people want teaching and all this and things. Here it is right here. You're predestinated. Secondly, there's another class. This is going to help somebody as we close. Their names are also in the book of life, and they will come up in the second resurrection. Such are the foolish virgins and the righteous as are spoken of in Matthew 25. In this class also are those who do not worship the beast or become involved in the Antichrist system, but die for their faith, even though they are not in the bride, not having been born again. Oh, that explains a lot. But they will come up in the second resurrection and go into eternal life. Thirdly, this is a delicate group. There are the borderline Christians. This is Brother Branham in the Church Age book. There are borderline Christians, and this is dangerous. Such as we saw in Israel coming out of Egypt. These had their names in the book of life and their works written in the books. These having failed to obey God and being void of the Spirit, even though even the signs and wonders were amongst them, Will have their names removed from the book of life. Not the Lamb's Book of Life, but the Book of Life. Amongst these, this group will be the ones like Judas, who, though entirely, though entirely void of the Spirit, but are religious. And we've seen a lot of that. Will have manifestation in their lives. And though on the books were not the elected in him, such also as Balaam will be in that group. Very dangerous. Because Balaam prophesied, and even his prophecies of Christ, and the scepter rising out of Jacob. Don't don't shut off yet. Because this group right here, there's been a lot of people in the message that will be in this group. And I'm using that word in the message because they had a lot of manifestations. They were among us, maybe for years, but they're not elected. And you say, oh, brother John, now you're trying to be elite and you're trying to make yourself special. No, it was God that called you. It's God that called and put a seed inside of you. Don't step back and be ashamed and have to give an answer. God called you. Don't feel like you have to give an answer. That's what they want. It's clickbait. It's something they just want a conversation. Don't go there. There's not a seed there. It could be Brother Branham talking to them and they'll deny it. It could be Jesus talking to them and Judas, though entirely void of the Spirit, he was, but are religious, will have manifestation in their lives. And though in the books were not the elected in him, such also as Balaam. Will be in that group. Fourth and finally are the ones whose names have never been or ever will be written on the books. Such are found in Revelation thirteen eight and Revelation seventeen eight. And he goes on to quote the, the very verse that we read about their names were not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. And we read this, these verses. Jesus said that a certain group would accept one who came in his own name. That one is the Antichrist. Sorry, in his own name. That one is the Antichrist. And that is exactly what it says of them in Revelation 13, 8 and 17, 8. These were ordained of God, but not unto election. And with this group is such that are as Pharaoh... There are people that are elected and are ordained to fulfill a certain thing. They're not predestinated in the bride group. You can spend hours witnessing, talking, pouring oil on them. They're not a predestinated seed like you are. I trust this is helping somebody. As says of him, speaking of Pharaoh, even of the same purpose, have I raised thee up vessels of wrath fitted for destruction. None of this is our last part. None of these will be placed on the records of life i 'm not saying that there is no record of them. no doubt there is some kind of a record of them, but not in the records of life. Their purpose of existence has been dealt with slightly in the rest of this book, but we can add two more scriptures proverbs sixteen four The Lord hath made the wicked for the day of evil in job twenty one thirty The wicked is reserved to the day of destruction. They shall be brought forth to the day of wrath. But that's not you. The predestinated seed is raptured, taken away. Go through a a millennium of a thousand years, a honeymoon, and we're going to live forever in our future home. Do you like that? Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Predestinated seed of God. Glory to God. We heard good news tonight. We heard that everything's been predetermined, pre planned, pre purposed. God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't call you today, throw you away tomorrow. He calls you, I would say, Lord, what are you doing in my life? What is the purpose for all of this? And God will reveal Himself to you, just like He does to every other seed. He'll talk to you personally. As we bow our heads tonight, why don't you just take that personal and say, God, stabilize this ship of mine. Stabilize my journey, my experience. And then help me to help others. Oh God, help me to have a revelation myself. To be strong in the Lord, like Caleb. Say, give me my mountain. Give me my own personal experience with God. And maybe like Caleb, that had gotten older and helped a lot of other families, helped a lot of other young people, helped a lot of families find their place. But now in his aged years, he said, give me my place. Give me my mountain. Maybe that's you tonight. And you like to say, Lord, reveal to me in a greater reality my place in you. I lift my hands. I lift my heart. Heavenly Father, just in the quietness of this moment, As we just stand here under the glory of your word, Jesus. Every word that you have spoken about us will come to pass. Every jot, every tittle. Every moment that we've shared in your presence. Every word that you spoke directly to us. Thinking about over camp, Lord, and all the meetings, all the devotions, all the meals that were shared, all the words that were spoken in fellowship. Amen. The presentations, the devotions, the morning services and evening. Tonight we've come for a refill. Free refills. Yeah. How thirsty are we, Lord? I pray that you would pour in water into our cups. Pour in revelation to every seed, every ordained seed that's around us, oh God. May they come quickly and be germatized to you because every moment spent with you is a wonderful, wonderful moment. While we're here on earth and when we're in our eternal beings, Lord, as our theophanies are calling to us tonight, then we'll go into our glorified bodies they're calling to us we'll understand it better by and by joy comes in the morning after all of this trouble is done I wonder tonight if someone would say in my trouble I invite you Lord Jesus angel of the Lord maybe it's an attitude maybe it's a situation maybe it's a loved one and you'd like to say, Lord, I want to apply the scarlet cord. I want to see the walls come tumbling down. And I, I want to be left standing, Lord. See the glory of God and the sanctuary and the people of God. I want to be able to have the Holy Spirit and that perfect love flowing through my being to others, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we go tonight, I pray the Holy Spirit would just witness in every heart witness to every individual, Lord this personal promise that we are predestinated ordained elected and Satan is defeated already before the foundation of the world, before anything was ever said or done God already wrote our names on that book and nothing can blot it out thank you jesus thank you lord would you like to express a little love now to him just a little thanksgiving now as we're all back in the assembly on a wednesday night and just say thank you father how you moved uh, in our families and our loved ones how we were able to share but tonight we adore you we praise you Oh, I am thy Lord. to say something you know after we've had meetings like we've had and after God has dealt with our lives you've heard the phrase it could go one way or the other if a person rejects and fails to go on with what God is doing there's going to be a decline and a drop-off it's one way or the other I would encourage every person when God brings us to this place if a person doesn't go on with God they will go the other way I just pray for every person they would just respond appropriately 100% in the solemn hour in a serious time that it's not just having services now we go back to church and school starting up in September we're just trying to squeeze in the last few days of holiday but it can be something different than that more serious and more sober as you realize people they're going to go one way or they're going to go the other and we don't want them to go this way But we're in the time when every seed is going to be manifested. Don't lean on emotion and just let your own guard down. Let the Holy Spirit strengthen you. Is that okay? It's a little encouragement. Go God's way. Go the Word way. If you have a little doubt about it, just yield to the Holy Spirit. Just commit it to God. May God bring comfort in these last few days through our brother Tom Ray and the family and you that can come on uh, Friday at 2.30 in Ferndale there. if you, I know many will be working or away. Just remember the family and remember. Will you do that? Amen. Amen. And it might be the next service or the next meeting. Maybe there will be another one of us gone. We want to make sure that our time spent with God was the right way shake hands with somebody and